living outside the binary now for the last couple of years, it's really, truly shown me just how gender has affected my life. Um, growing up, I am the oldest of four children. I was born a fab, so a signed female at birth. Um, and I have three younger brothers. Um, so my dynamic was very one girl and three boys. And we were this very classic um, white suburban, a traditional family. Um, I grew up in the suburbs of Orlando, Florida. And so not only in this like family dynamic, but in the environment that I was raised in, it was like this like Southern Baptist community. Right. And so very little representation of queer folks where I grew up. And I think that, you know, in that dynamic of being the oldest and being the only girl, it really, just pushed me to like be that person. And, you know, not only like in my own family dynamic, but in our society, like this like toxic heteronormativity, sorry. Um, you know, I was told I was going to marry a man and that I was going to have a family and I was going to be this like, you know, woman and I was going to be that person in society. And, and that was kind of just pushed on me. But when I was five years old, if someone had told me I could be a boy, I probably would have said yes. And so how that affected me, obviously in my whole entire life, it's just, it's kind of avalanched and um, I'm very lucky that when I was 25, I kind of started coming into this idea of being trans. Like, I wasn't really sure what that looked like. It's taken me like three, four years to really digest that. And, um, you know, so I left Florida when I was 20 and I, I moved to Vancouver, Canada um, to play college softball. So I was fortunate enough to have received a full ride scholarship out of high school to play on a women's college softball team in Florida. And then I transferred to the school in Vancouver. And that really affected me too, because I was so passionate about softball. It was like the first love of my life. I, I, I dedicated my entire childhood to the sport. And then obviously going off to play in college, you know, there's no room for trans folk in sports at this point right now. And, and unfortunately, and I mean, I think it's growing and, and they're kind of figuring that out, but in the time frame of when I was coming, you know, through, through the system of, of that, it, it wasn't really like noticeable. It wasn't really there. That inclusion wasn't there yet. And, and I think there's still work to be done there too. Um, but yes, yeah, so that affected that obviously. And, and, and not understanding even really what being trans looked like at that point in my like early twenties. And then I came out as a lesbian when I was 18 years old and that helped. It helped a lot. Um, I was like, I knew I was different. And then when I figured out that I was a lesbian and that I liked women, I was like, Oh, like this is great. Like, you know, and I thought that was enough, but deep, deep, deep down inside, I still felt like something was missing. And I think I ignored that for a super long time. And then when I was 22, after I moved to Vancouver, I made my first trans friend like knowingly, knowingly trans person, like someone who was very out and open about it. And so I'm 22, I'm meeting this human and I'm like, you are so cool. Like what the heck, you know? And so, um, as that kind of progressed, I've made a couple other friends who were not trans, but more of that, um, masculine feminine, like feminine, like female presenting person. Um, and they told me, to buy a pair of boxers. They were like, why are you wearing thongs? Like, why, why are you doing that to yourself? Like go buy yourself a pair of boxers. They're so freaking comfortable. And in that moment, not knowing then, but looking back on it now and reflecting, I realized that was one of my first moments of euphoria um, because putting on a pair of boxers made me feel better about myself. Um, and I was like, wow, this is like, this is, this is awesome. So that I started wearing boys clothes in my early twenties. And so I was definitely that like tomboy presenting lesbian and, you know, I, and we were going through it, right. We were, we were working through that, that, that time in our early twenties. And so, you know, as I like continue to 
to digest my life and like live my life. And, um, like I said, when I was 25, I was like, maybe I, maybe I am this, I'm not really sure. And then I had a, an unfortunate encounter. I'd like reached out to a friend who was also trans at the time. And I said, Hey, I think this is something that I need to like think about. And I kind of opened up to them about it and they absolutely tore me apart, unfortunately. And they did not support me in that gender exploration for myself. They kind of turned it back on, uh, and, and in a bad way, they were just like, kind of made me feel bad for even thinking this. So I, I kind of put that on the back burner and left it alone and kept growing and going through my life. And I got my first binder in 2018. So that was like the second time I felt euphoria in my life. And so after that conversation with that person, it was like a year. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? No, we're going to buy a binder and we're going to try this and we're going to see what this feels like. And that's when I also came to find the uh, term non-binary and what that meant. And so for me, I was like, ugh, I had this huge aha moment where I was like, non-binary. I don't, I'm not a girl or a boy. This is great. This is yes. A hundred percent. I was like thrilled. I like couldn't, like I was happier than I ever had. Like for some reason, I just all of a sudden I had this like sense of community and this sense of like self that I had never really felt before. And like, like I said, you know, that process of becoming a lesbian, but I felt like something was still missing. It was like that piece just kind of arose, like arose naturally. And it was like, oh, so now I'm, you know, wearing a binder, doing the whole thing. I cut my hair. That was the third time that I felt euphoria. And I think that unfortunately the like binary that we live in is that like women have long hair and men have short hair. And that's just kind of how it is. And I was always, always wanted to cut my hair in a more masculine style, but was way too afraid to do it. And then once I got that binder, I was like, nope, this is it. I'm cutting my hair off. Like I, I don't care. It's not about the binary. It's not about the gender. It's how I feel and how I want to present myself. And so once I cut my hair, I felt so much liberation in that as well. And, um, so it's now I've like, you know, I've started piecing myself together throughout my twenties and like kind of putting this puzzle piece together, you know, and, and gender really taught me how to cross boundaries within myself and like, you know, not only respecting other people's boundaries and my boundaries, but like moving through those within me and like really digesting my own ego and like my sense of identity and like having to break that down so that I could remove all of this like societal like pressure and just become myself and like really just like find that within me. And so that was really interesting and like looping back to um, the name that I was given as my chosen name really was beautiful. And I'm not going to share it with you guys today, but it was super unique and no one, no one had my name. Like my name was very rare. Um, it's close to my dead name. Or I'm sorry, my given name, my chosen name. Um, but anyways, it's uh, so that uniqueness that I felt in my whole life from my name alone then I had to like shed that identity. And so I went through this like grieving process of like shedding this person and how that like my gender identity really was changing my, changing the course of my, the rest of my life. And so it was a lot of crying, a lot of like, you know, holding myself and like telling me that like, it's okay that like you are no longer that person. Like you are shedding the skin. You are you know, I was a caterpillar and I was in a cocoon for my whole life and now I'm becoming this like butterfly. And that's like the best way to describe it. And so throughout my exploration now in the last couple of years, um, I changed my name last year, which is really fun. Um, I, I, I chose my name myself. And, um, so yeah, so Kate, and then my middle name is Daedalus. And I think I like to tell this story because it's really cool how I kind of found my middle name. So I was going by KD before I chose the name Cade. And, um, 
I was like, I still like KD. Like a lot of my friends, my nickname is like Kraft Dinner. And so it was like, cause I really, I make really good vegan mac and cheese. So it was just kind of like a running joke with some of my friends. And, um, so I wanted to keep those letters. And when I was like, well, D like, I don't really like know what kind of name I want. So I Googled names that start with the letter D and the first website that came up was a, a Disney list. It was like Disney names that start with D and I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. I love Disney. Let's go. So I click on the, um, the, the website and I'm scrolling through and towards the bottom, there's this name and it's Daedalus. And I was reading the story behind it. And if you're familiar with Greek mythology, you'll know who Daedalus is potentially, but if not, um, he is the father of Icarus and Icarus was the boy who flew too close to the sun and his wings melted off. And so, uh, Daedalus, was a, a creator. He was a riddle solver. Like he created the labyrinth. He was like this, like uh, pioneer person in that time. And when I read his story, I resonated with it, that I'm solving the riddle of my life and I'm putting the puzzle pieces together for me and I'm creating this person for myself. And so I was like, I'm going to take this guy's name because I really resonate with like the kind of life that he created for him and his story and the legacy he left behind. And just really felt like it matched the legacy that I want to leave behind, um, which was really cool. So, you know, living in the gender binary and like outgrowing all of that in my life, it's been a really interesting, obviously experience overall. And I'm so thankful for it because it's all it's done for me is really given me like a level of awareness that has come into like my life in so many different aspects. And it's given me the ability to, to share my story and to like give other people an example and, and whatnot. So, you know, not, not living in the binary has just liberated me to become my most authentic self.